Hello everybody, my name is Rosencrantz and this is Guildenstern and we're very much still alive. Just kidding, it's Aaron and Ari here. Welcome back to another episode of a podcast where two theatre people who are very unqualified in theatreness talk theatre. I just thing. feel like you need to know. Oh, Aaron jumped on. I wanted to we, jump we on. We both have the quicker. same thought. <laughs> <laughs> I'm struggling to get words out because we literally recorded that intro about five times because neither of us could do English. I think that just summarizes the kind of day it is. After 12 episodes, we probably got the intro down pat and I still stuff it up. (laughs) And I stuffed it up like four times. (laughs) My personal favorite was, and we are not dead. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't that aggressive? Yes, it was. It was that aggressive. aggressive. It was like, and we are not dead. I was like, I I mean, synonymous with what we normally go with. But it's more more, uh, negative look at it, it, right? It's like a glass half empty type. It's not that we are still alive, it's that we're not dead. <laughs> then I don't even know. Um, anyway, we got through the intro. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed last week's episode. We had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun stuff. last week. But we're going to do a, lot, a bit more talking today, because now with this new idea of um, Joan as a child, what does that look like? What are some images that we've been thinking about? We were talking last week about the, the images that we were using, this whole arts and crafty type. Toy soldiers was something that you thought yeah. um, very strongly with. In terms of toy store soldiers, did you think like those little green army men or what type? I did, but then I was like, we have to um contextualize the piece and decide if there's like a a, a general image we want. Like obviously we mentioned Barbies briefly, I think, or yeah. in our little Instagram sneak peek, we've also done a little video of the hair snippy snippy. Yeah, well, I didn't have a Barbie. But I, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, that, but like, like doll. I don't think well. a Barbie is mm-hmm. what I envision. I envision yeah. more of a rag doll. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, but yeah, on that thing, like wherever the toys come from, I feel like they either need to all be from the same era slash imagery, mm-hmm. or we have to have a very good reason about why we've chosen them. Like we can't have cool action figures and then have a very olden rag doll, mm-hmm. you know, homemade kind of looking thing. Yeah. Same end, we can't have yeah, like there needs to be some consistency with the use of imagery in relation to toys and stuff otherwise there's going to be a lot of confusion and also probably just starts becoming a bit more of a confused piece and we don't yeah, really want that yeah. um and we don't like the the imagery of the barbie is less so um important than it is the imagery of you cutting a doll's hair yeah exactly and it doesn't need to be a barbie but the doll a doll gives off the same impression yeah i think i i think yeah trying to think about it more as a doll than a barbie just because a barbie yeah, for me sure. comes with a lot more connotations yeah, and i yeah. think about it in like in feminist literature and i think mm. of it in more of that genre of piece which we're not doing so yeah. i think uh, calling it the, the doll is probably yep. a better so yeah so the doll then the, that that's an image of yeah. playing you can even play with the doll and stuff like that yeah um uh, I was I was thinking like I know I know I'm going to use a contemporary term, but I was going to say Play-Doh or even plasticine, like a moldable oh, yeah, object. Sure. You know, like playing with with like a like a like a sort of clay type clay, and like building that up into things into images that you can use as a thing that you can play with on stage. Yeah. Um, Should have taken more 3D art classes in in like middle school. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like you know, it's like a kid's it's like a child's modeling. It's not no, gonna be I, good. I, but I, I think that could be like a cool thing that you yeah. can do live as well yeah and, and like cr- the creation of, of tools and things like mm. that could be interesting um that's another image we said you were also saying puzzles last week yeah i was thinking about puzzles but i feel like puzzles are quite modern and also i don't really know i the puzzles mainly was it were a means of like creating an image and like hiding parts of an image because you can like pull pe- puzzle pieces like i saw puzzle pieces more interacting with the projector and, mm-hmm. and and choosing to hide or show bits of the screen if that makes sense so you pull out a puzzle piece and suddenly it's like oh you can see this little segment of 
um, the screen or oh, cover up this part, um, which is just more of a maybe maybe a tool towards the end of the process. Mm-hmm. But I was also thinking about two things: painting mm. and like finger painting, finger but painting. also like all like all like like drawing and coloring and yeah, yeah. but like. We we mentioned coloring, but I was like, maybe not. Maybe coloring isn't the one I'm thinking. It's more like it's painting. More painting. And I think you're right. That idea of a blank canvas and filling a blank canvas, mm. because as a child you're very much a blank canvas, and it's like, oh, the world is a huge place. And then growing up, suddenly all these things paint across your canvas, within, mm. and that paint is symbolic of the experiences you have. And it's like all of Joan's experiences are new strikes of paint across this canvas, and this canvas gets bigger and bigger. Yeah, for sure. Um, I had that image and then I also had the image of like when you're a kid and you play dress up or you play like as someone else, you play make-believe mm. um, and that's like every child does that yeah. and that um, how can, like how, what did Joan do as a child? Mm. Who did she play as? Yeah. Was she the mum? Was she the f- dad? Was she other? What, like what did she, mm. what was her make-believe? Because every not... kid, a lot of kids have the, the, the one they always play. Yeah. Or like, like I was like, oh, I want to be, I want to be the brother or like, you know, I want to be the, you know, there was always the one that, you know, what did Joan do? Yeah, what like, was her vision? And when we believe? can't necessarily show that, we're like Joan next to like an easy bake oven or something <laughs> like, I'll throw an easy bake oven off the stage. Cause again, that's contemporary. Yeah. But yeah, definitely this idea of like, like what, what, like Joan wouldn't play as that, like she'd pick up a sword and throw rocks probably. And yeah. Or I was just thinking of... like what, you know, um, oh. Oh, but even then she might not because Joan didn't get to that point until the vision. Mm. What if there's like this this change in Joan when she sees her well, I, image? Yeah, yeah that, I was that, that, thinking more as like, like like almost her looking in the mirror and mm. going like, what am I? Who am I? Mm. Um, what what do I want? What do I perceive myself it's... as? And not confusing that with gender identity either, because oh, yeah. it's not it's not. I don't think it needs to be a a question of gender identity either. It's more as like who who do I want to. be? Be and what do I want to present and what to do the I want world? To accomplish with my life. Yeah, and while we could bring in gender identity, I don't think that's where we're going because it is more focusing on this growth of this child into adolescence and into the woman she becomes. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because Joan's vision comes to her at thirteen, which is that turning point in many yep. everyone's life of that change between like being considered a child to be yep. considering being considered an adult. And the thing about Joan's transformation especially is that it's so, I don't want to say radical, but it's like this massive, it's not like, it's like a snap, right? She gets this vision and she knows what she's doing, mm-hmm. right? She, she, and a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people don't ever have that vision of this is what I'm going to accomplish with my life. And to have that vision so clearly at 13, how does that, how does that change you? How does that shape, how does that shape you uh, throughout your adolescence and throughout your childhood? So we can show stuff like that. Um and while, you know, we don't have to, and you were saying about like the whole idea of it being a feminist piece, we don't have to, to delve into the facts of being a 13 year old girl. It's more about being a 12, a 13 year old person. You must say 12 year old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, we don't have to go into the, the whole puberty situation. Oh, yeah. Right. Like that's not something we need to even address because mm-hmm. it's not about that. It's about the ideas of becoming a person and, bec- and coming into one's own spiritually rather than physically, if that makes sense. That's why I like the idea of painting and art. Mm. Again, I feel like I have a habit of incorporating paint into everything I do somehow, and it always ends up make, becoming messy and me having to clean paint off of myself. But um, I think there's something in that medium, like particularly visual art medium, where 
there's a lot of room for expression mm-hmm. where there is maybe yeah yeah and even I don't know. this difference especially considering when Joan was born it's very specific the type of art that existed mm. and we can even play with that idea of Joan rejecting the brush you know mm. this idea of the renaissance period being very specific into how they paint things oh. and Joan being like I don't want to paint like that you know interesting like, um like like even instilling early on the fact that Joan was not one to conform necessarily. Yeah, my my knowledge of art history is not good enough to know anything well, about Renaissance. Neither is mine. But well, like, I mean, that's you just knew more than I did. I, I would have just been like, uh... I'm sure. I'm sure there are some historians out there who are cringing at every episode of this. As we, we delve <laughs> as further we... and further away from actual history. But... Again, just to recap for all of you hopping on the bandwagon later, we're not going for a historical reproduction of the story of Joan. No. We're mainly using it as a basis to create a story that tells what we want to tell about the spiritual journey that a child takes Mm -hmm. through the lens of this character of Joan. Mm. So don't come at us for being historically inaccurate. Well, you can, by all means do. Actually, go ahead and tell us where we're being historically inaccurate, but we reserve the right (laughs) to tell you that that was not our intention. (laughs) That's Um, important. Yeah, it's important to know. And by all means, call us up. Yeah. On our, on our, I'm on gonna, any of our dodgy. I, I'm gonna do a live Google of like some preschool stuff, which I probably should have done. What do you beforehand. mean by preschool stuff? Like, 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 like early learning education stuff. Building blocks. That was the other thing I was. Yeah, I also about. thought about building blocks, but building blocks are very specifically time period as well. I think. I had a vision. Mm. Um, have you seen Falsettos? No. Uh, Broadway. <sighs> ah! Sorry, give. Sorry, give me a rundown. You, you've heard um, me reference things. That you I know. So this is this is a this is a turning point in my life because normally Aaron references things all the time, and he's like, "Have you?" Seen, and, and and he's honestly gotten to a point where he doesn't even ask me if I've seen it. He just assumes I haven't, uh, because half of the time it's true, especially in the film world. I'm sorry, you're all probably like shunning me now because that's terrible. I'm working on it, but Aaron hasn't seen as many musicals as I have, so. That's one department. We that pick I'm... up on each other's slack. Yeah. Anyway, so there's this like thing in Falsettos. There's sets like a whole bunch of like kind of like bricks ish. I don't even know how to explain it other than that. But they're like I think they must be made of like foam or something hard. But you can sit on them and you can mm. move them around and they all connect and they like build up and stuff and it just looks really cool. Anyway, I had that vision, um, of of us having a lot of bricks. But then I was like, where do where do we get sitable bricks that are light to yeah. move? Wait, um, let me see if I can Google a version of it for you. I'm sure if you're at home, Google yourself. Because I don't think we're going to put that up on the Instagram, but yeah, no. just have a. Here you go. By all means, do um, a have a little scrolly through that, Aaron. Okay. Ooh. Um, and they're all bricks, and they move around. And Ooh. there's an actual kid in falsettos for all of you who haven't seen falsettos. I highly yeah, recommend it. Falsettos was amazing. Kid. Yeah, that's the kid. Um, great actor. Um, Interesting. Yeah. And they, the bricks move around, and it's actually, I think, I think like their intention is to like play. Yes, like that. Aaron's just got a picture of that one scene where they kind of slide all the bricks over, and they've made like little houses little houses and and like and they stand in between them and the bricks slide and move and it just shows that like childlike it's like yeah. it's like playing with toys march of the falsettos if any if you've seen it you would understand um anyway so i had that vision mm. when i was thinking about making this childlike and and how we could and but then i was also like yeah bricks are a lot of like large things to put in a space where we've already sort of Especially been running on an idea projection. of minimalist yeah. space um, but also bricks would meet make really cool shadows on the projector yeah, absolutely, they could. and we could make mountains and we could make like the cross okay oh we could okay. make a cross 
Well, she didn't. She, we we have this idea of a cross, right? But she wasn't crucified. She was no, burned but at no, the stake. No, but she has. She 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 like oh, cross church, is yeah, a like, symbol. Yeah. Is like religious symbol. It doesn't need. We don't need to have the cross have you, for like, the scene where I'm like, yeah, wait, yeah, okay, this sorry. is not you're Jesus right, Christ right. superstar. Um, <laughs> also, also the Bible. <laughs> I love how that was your reference. Wait, I mean, well, we are talking about musicals. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on my yeah, musical bandwagon. The other thing I was looking at is crocheting sewing those actions that you can do on stage yeah what if you build the doll like what if you make the doll i don't know how to do that i don't know how to do that either. can but we can we add a tally to times aaron makes ari's life harder yeah i, I feel like, like we need on my wardrobe point. we need to start a little sheet that says times when aaron suggests something that ari has no skill in <laughs> but just assumes that it's probably not too hard i mean we have like playing every musical instrument that <laughs> i haven't played for so many years you know random like hey, oh well, while we're at it we're also going to make the entire piece completely choreographed so that the, so that the um so that the projections can work perfectly with every everything you do um like it's the list of things that are making my life slowly slowly harder is growing monumentally now i have to make a doll (laughs) um i think i can sew a button i can sew a button and a hem actually probably that's all it's needed for a for a a doll all the doll has is buttons and hems (laughs) they call dolls back in the well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe like some sort of crochet thing. I don't know what they did back in the, the old the old times. The old times. I actually have a doll that I've sewed. Like what? Up what? There. I mean, we can even like do some look at what what Joan like what what the childhood of Joan would have been like, even though yeah. we're not historically accurate. I'm just imagining myself trying to make anything on stage. Like clay. The clay is okay. <laughs> Well, you don't have to make. Have it. you, you seen the make... clay I made when I was like in year seven? But that's that's what it's gonna look talent... like. That's the point, right? You're a kid. You're not gonna be like. You're not gonna make a model out of clay. I made. On stage. I made a strawberry. Do you know how I made oh, yes. the strawberry? <laughs> I put the. I rolled a ball, made it a little bit pointy, and poked dots in it and painted it red and called it a strawberry. That you... was. I got assessed on that piece. Did you get an A? Because that sounds like a strawberry for me. <laughs> I don't remember, but there were like people in the class that made like these like flamboyant elephants and stuff, and I literally rolled a piece of clay into a ball and painted it red I mean, and what, put look, dots in it. Look, you could have made like a ball and not put the dots in, so at least you had more effort than that. That's something to be proud of. I know, of. I had texturing. Yeah, exactly. I think like, we had to write good. a reflection on it, and I was like, uh, you know, my my decision to add the texture and gave the piece, you know, that extra level of uh, complexity. That's all oh we're gosh. doing here. We're adding texture to our, our play. <laughs> Texturizing. Just texturing, you know, contexturing. Sorry, moving back towards our topic of the child. Um, other than that, I don't have very many more images in mind other than yeah. my building blocks, which I'm kind of obsessed with, but also um, aware that it could be a little bit complicated to find giant foam bricks that we can sit on. We can make them. We can go to like a recycler thing and get some. Yeah, true. Like that, remember that place I was telling you about that sells all those old craft stuff? Yeah, yeah, They yeah. probably have like big foam things that we could probably glue, glue together. Stuff we like could, that. We should, we could go there. We should go there and have a look at stuff. Yeah, see if we that's can a find good things. idea. We, we can, can do, do a, a live recording. Maybe not live recording because I feel like the audio quality would be awful. No, but we, we put can do lapels. A, we can do... <laughs> which I was going to buy. <laughs> lapels which you own? No. no. <laughs> I don't own lapels. <laughs> Again, a list of things making Ari's life harder. Source lapels. No, no, I'll source the lapels. That's not your joke. I also just want to get lapels for me anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay. But yeah, but, but I think we can do that. That could be we'll like do a that. Fun, I think we just like do another yeah. on, on the road episode. Road um, trip. Uh, I don't have anything else to talk about. Do you have no, else to I, about? I, like that was all my main ideas for for the child imagery stuff. I think it it just comes out to this idea of play, mm. which becomes I think a new theme for us to to play with, and mm-hmm. and also oh we talk music. 
Oh yeah, yeah. You had your idea of like nursery rhymes. Yeah. And stuff. So I think that's that's important. Um, maybe even using nursery rhymes and simple melody as a as a basis for 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 movement for you. I think maybe at the to begin stuff like now, like doing what is what is Joan of Arc's Twinkle Twinkle Little Star look like? You know. <laughs> <laughs> Add to list of things that makes life hard for Ari. Know, Somehow saying, dance to Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. I mean, you're saying you look at some music and music no, 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 no. I, I totally think that's really you cool. Know, like, yeah, I, will, like, I have. Yes, I do. It's not that hard. No, <laughs> less hard. I think it's, it's still hard on the list. I mean, again, a lot of this is all going to be outside of my zone of. I feel like I tend to do more lyrically things. So Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. It has little lyrics. Key. It has lyrics, it's but it's so also It's so iconic that everyone notes. knows what it is. Yeah, okay, true. <laughs> Four notes. Five notes, six notes. Sorry, I just sing the whole thing in my head. Six notes. That was quick. Six. Six. Oh. Yeah, this goes up. Seven. Surely that's... I'm, I'm going to Thank stop. you for listening to our live rendition of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. We'll see you next week. Practice your bugle. <laughs> Practice your bugle. <laughs>